You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check. Every week, we're going to pull on the threads of pop culture and decide if they pass the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And it looks like this week we are actually tackling something that is uh, more relevant and maybe necessary for the, for the mm. country at the moment. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I am stuck at home for the next six weeks of, uh, yep. of my life. It's going to be fun. Yep, yep. Several Not weeks quite six too. weeks, hopefully, but it may turn into that. Right now, they're just telling us two weeks, yeah. but it, it could possibly be longer than that it's all about flattening that curve you know yes uh, yes so what, what we're obviously talking about right now if you are listening to this and you probably you know see the title that we're going to put here uh this is our for lack of a better word uh coronavirus special i don't know if there's oh, no a no pandemic pod pandemic, come on go with pandemic the podcast pandemic party i don't know uh what we're gonna call not it party. Uh, not a party not a party it's no. not, not a party no. No. Wrong vibe, Why? Tyler. No, not okay okay <laughs> Well, this is the first time I'm going to be uh, off color today. I think so. It's fine. We'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> the first of many harsh realities yeah. and have to make light of it. Okay, so, uh, so, but like I said, if if you are like us, um, you know, to varying degrees at home for the next couple of weeks or more, uh, we want to kind of talk to you about options that we have. You know, to still um, to still kind of either feed your inner geek or keep yourself or your family. Um, busy with things to, to watch, read, and do. And so we've got a plethora, and believe me, uh, I would say too many in the best way possible, too many options for you uh, to, to have things to do while you're at home. So uh, let's start. I want to I um, send it over to Kate. She's a librarian, and we want to... Um, we're going to talk about what the libraries have to offer. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to assume, and, and maybe you can speak to this because I don't know. Um, I'm going to assume this is uh, a lot of these things are going to be North America only or maybe just the United States only. But I, I don't know. You can speak to maybe regions and stuff like that, Kate. I can. Uh, before I jump into library options, I just want to make a note that any uh, TV show or movie that we mention um, uh, on the pod this evening or I guess today, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, there is a great website called justwatch.com where you Fantastic. can enter in the title of whatever it is and find out which services it's available to stream on or rent from or uh, buy from. So Absolutely. if you're like, if you if you wrote down the name of a show, but you're like, I don't remember which service they said it was on, just go to justwatch.com and it will tell you. It even Yes, it is also an app. And they even cover library services, not just uh, regular commercial services. Yeah, it's so, it's fantastic. Honestly, yes. like changed changed my movie and TV watching life. It's great. Oh yeah, totally. Every time Chris is like, "Kate, you need to watch this film," and I go, "I've never, I don't know." I go to just watch and go, "Oh, okay, I can get that via this," and then that starts my my quest to uh, uh, see if I agree with him about horror films. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and there's so many of those that you should probably get a hold of and watch during this time of uh social distancing so absolutely um, i'm 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 making a list i actually went back to the last couple of uh, of our check-ins and think like lock and key and there's a couple of others that i that yes. i wrote down that i need to that i need to check out so i'm actually kind of excited right. You know what I would love to do as well? I'm sorry to cut you off, and this is just cut popped into my head. We don't have to do it at all, but it would be fun to watch a movie together. We record this yeah. show 
via Zoom, which is a, a video conferencing uh, app. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would be fun to get on Zoom and actually watch Hush with you guys. I think oh, that would be so much I'm fun 30. to do it live. Yes, right. yes. And we could even record Oh, no, we don't want to record it. But we'll talk about it afterwards. But yeah. I, I, anyway, that would be fun to do because we've got all this time. you got six weeks, Tyler. What are you going to be yeah. doing in all this time? you got nothing to do. Nothing. Let's I, have yeah, some basically fun. just nothing at all. Yeah, it's it's. He's uh, missing really his time looking for his Horcrux. That's what I That's just. Right. That's oh, right. there we go. All right. All right. My side is over now. Go ahead. Sorry, Kate. Continue. <laughs> Okie doke. So um, as Tyler mentioned, I am a librarian by day. And so um, naturally wanted to offer to you the library options. Now, there are many libraries across the country that are closing uh, in an effort to prevent uh, the spread. But they have a lot of great digital options, more than most people realize. And so I wanted to give you an idea of what's out there in case there's one or more services you haven't heard of that you have free access to so you don't have to subscribe to yet another streaming service that you may or may not have the budget for we got you covered with some free options um i do want to make a quick note up front if your library did close for um um covid19 already um some libraries are offering online options to contact them and get a temporary library card Mm -hmm. my library system is one of them where you go to our website you click on this form you fill it in and within the day you get a library card uh, number sent to you that will let you access our services until this is all over with so just because your library is closed does not mean that you're out of options right or take note of when your library is closing so my local library is closing tomorrow night at uh 8 p.m. I think it's normal time so maybe mm-hmm. you can slip in there of course you know there might be a run on things but still like you know take take note you might not actually be out of luck yet um and you know keep right take note of social distancing there too but yeah. absolutely and most libraries that are closing I've seen so far are making everything fine free so you don't have to worry about returning any of right. your stuff there are no fines while the library is closed so you're good there um so I want to cover this by format, so that way you know, like, if you're not interested in one but you are interested in another, you know what your options are. I'm gonna start with eBooks. Um, you can use uh, the the biggest services available out there are OverDrive, Hoopla, some RB Digital sites. Um, there's Access Three Hundred and Sixty, and then a smaller, lesser known one is Freeding. Um, Freeding, with- I have not heard of. I don't think it's out by library ideas and so we'll get to that um overdrive um is the biggest one in library land currently and it's my favorite i like it a lot you might see it as the as the app libby at your library um it's overdrive and libby are the same right overdrive is the company that offers it libby is the app and if your library is a part of a consortium like there are a, a number across the united states that are consortiums that might go by a statewide kind of name um, but Overdrive is not just in the U.S. Overdrive mm. is in Canada. Overdrive is in the U.K. Mm. Overdrive is in Australia. Um, so it's not just U.S. Uh, they offer. They also, um, for many of their sites, have kids and teen portals that um, funnel your kids directly to things that are age appropriate for them. Um, they have a mixture of titles, some of which are on a hold. You have to go on hold for it if it's checked off. All the copies are checked out. And other copies, there are no holds because they just have uh, excess copies. Um, well, quite and often, some the of publisher. them will do, and I, 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 my library does this. I know some of the bigger ones will say, like, always available. So that's, like, unlike you have yes. to wait for a, for a library book at the at the library or put it on hold, you can just check it out automatically because they just have 
yeah, they're or they're featuring it. And really take a look if you're if you're stuck at what to buy or what or what sorry not what to buy what to rent uh, from Overdrive. There's usually really good features on the Overdrive the library Overdrive sites. Like what's you know what's new, what's exciting, what's or they'll do like genre features. It's a lot of fun. Right, Chris, Overdrive's you had a good. question. Yeah, I had a question. Um, so true confession, um, I don't have a library card. Chris, uh-huh. um, Chris. What, do, what do I do? Like, is there anything for me to do? Like, can I do anything with if I don't already have one or do I am I out of luck? Do you get have any one. idea? You should go so, get a library card. How do I card. get one? So uh, contact your local if I, library. If they're closed, try their email service because they have mm-hmm. people who are monitoring the email services and ask them, do you have okay. an option uh, if you're closed for me to still get a, digi- a card so I can access digital services? Okay. And so, and then how would I find out if my library offers digital services? Like, do I do, can I go to their website? Is it usually listed there? Mm -hmm. You can go to their website. Um, You can also, they have um, at search.overdrive.com. You can look up titles there and put in your local zip code and it'll tell you if your local zip code even has that title available in their collection. Um, So it's another way to find the services as well. And And I'm I'm mm -hmm. guessing that website will also tell me if that service is available from my Yes, my county or district or wherever mm-hmm. the library. Yeah, awesome. All right, that's a ama- that's an amazing resource. It's so. I, I'm just now realizing that it exists. I remember you talking about this like years ago mm-hmm. when we first started this, and I remember downloading it and then realizing, oh, I don't have a card, <laughs> so I can't do anything with it. Um, so this is great. This is a good thing because again, maybe people don't want to spend tons of money. They didn't realize they even have this. Um, Absolutely, it's fantastic. Absolutely and, and fantastic. Really, what I'm seeing is li- across the board, libraries are are trying to to make sure that this inf- this part of their infrastructure stays up because they know it's, a, it's an essential resource. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, when I worked from home, I sat on my couch and spent ten thousand dollars on new eBooks and audiobooks for our library systems overdrive to meet the hold lists and shorten them and add a bunch of new titles. Nice. So yes, I'm working from home to meet my state's demand for this right now, and there will be more coming. Wonderful. Um, the second service I want to tell you about is Hoopla. Hoopla also has an app that you we love can Hoopla. find in the App Store. Um, Hoopla works for, on your phones, on tablets, and on computers. Uh, Overdrive does the same thing, but Overdrive also has the ability to transfer to an MP3 player, but we'll talk about that under audiobooks. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, not every title. Uh, Hoopla okay. is... Uh, Every single title on their website is always available, which means there are no wait lists of any kind. Um, you can check out whatever is there automatically. They even have comics, which I'm going to cover in the next section because their comics section is noteworthy. It's really good. They've got great comics on there. We'll get there next. Yes. Yeah. Um, RB Digital, it's uh, put out by Recorded Books. Uh, they are most known for audiobooks, but they also have an ebook collection if your library offers them. And magazines, and then, I think, too. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. We'll cover like, magazines as well. We're doing it all. Um, and then Freeding is not as commonly known out there, but it is also one where it's it's a lot of, of mid-list um, authors. Uh, it's got lots more nerdy research type titles on there, if that's your sort of thing. Um, it's got teaching materials for certain areas on there yeah. as well. But that one's also no wait line. You just have uh, a limited number of how many you can get per month. Um, and it just depends on what limit your library set for that. Uh, next up is comics. And yeah, Hoopla, go for comics. It's, they have one of the so best good. comics uh, digital readers out there. And I've gotten this from numerous comics readers who, when they read digitally, they say it's one of the best options that are out there. Yep. They have major comics publishers like Dark Horse, DC, Marvel, Image, Titan, Fantagraphics. They have 
they have the best selection of comics of any of the library resources. So you can get things like The Witcher Omnibus if you want to read the graphic novel uh, set for The Witcher. If you didn't know there was a graphic novel for The Witcher. <laughs> yes, there is. Ooh. Uh, you can get Lock and Key on there. You can get nice. Star Wars on there. You can get Star Trek on there. You can get The Walking Dead on there. That's how I first um, read The Walking Dead was was through uh, Hoopla. Yeah. Yep. Um, the latest Octavia Butler title, Parable of the Sower, that's been oh. adapted to graphic novel. They have that one that just nice. released in January. They also have great kids options. They've got Big Nate on there. They've got Minecraft. They've got Zelda. They've got Garfield. They've got Percy Jackson. They've got Avatar The Last Airbender. They have a lot of comics options on there for the whole family. Uh, They even have non-geek titles, too. I'm just, for the adults, was majoring on those because that's what interests me. That's what we're called. (laughs) But there are more than just geek titles on there. They They have a good range there. So definitely check them out uh, for comics. Overdrive does have some comics, but the reader isn't near as good. It's real bad. (laughs) range is not near as good. So honestly, I would not recommend Overdrive for a comics option. Uh, Next in line is audiobooks, or e-audio as they're called. Um, Overdrive has um, a massive range of audiobooks. Mm -hmm. You can also, depending on the title... Uh, transfer them to an mp3 player for those of you out there who still have them and that's kind of a noteworthy option because then you can keep it on your player as long as it takes to listen to you and the due date won't be a problem yeah mm. but if you're using there's no way to deactivate it and recall it from your device yeah. right if you're offline um, device if you're using Libby, the normal app for that on your phone or your tablet, it will enforce the due date, but it does have an automated recheckout option if there's nobody waiting for it in line after you. Um, Hoopla also has audiobooks. Um, the range isn't quite as good as Overdrive's, but that kind of depends on your local library too and how much they've invested in it. Um, but they have a lot of really popular titles on there. And again, no weight of any kind. And then RB Digital, it depends on your library's subscription. My library system just uh, last fall subscribed to their, uh, their full catalog. We just leased it for a year. So there's over 30,000 titles from their catalog that's just always available to you. And there are popular things. Stephen King is on there. Diana mm-hmm. Gabaldon, who does the Outlander series, her stuff is on there. There's a lot of really big authors on there. But it's a lesser known um, service. And the benefit of the lesser known service is because fewer people know about it. There's often a lot more available because uh, uh, not everyone's found out about it yet. Oh, now, yeah. I- so uh, if so if your library doesn't have the leasing subscription and they just have the one copy one user model because it's not well known you're going to make out pretty well. Yeah. Um streaming video um is the next category. Overdrive does offer streaming video. It's a very small collection mm-hmm. and it's not even checked out that often in the larger collections. People prefer other services for that, like Hoopla, for instance. Uh, just glancing through Hoopla, I, they have For the Love of Spock, the documentary on there oh, right nice. now. They have Ex Machina on there. They have uh, several of the Star Trek movies on mm-hmm. there. They have the Stargate SG-1 movies on there. They even have the Scott Kelly documentary, Beyond a Year in Space. Ooh, I don't know I don't if you remember watch him. Actually. Yep, that is on there. And they do have some BBC on there as well. The one warning I would give you is if you watch any of the TV shows on there, every single episode counts against your limit of how many your library says you can have. Oh, I, th- I think I remember that. I think I, I got one like a BBC series. There's only six episodes, but it, 
or maybe it was 10 and it like wiped my entire quota out for the month and i was like this is rude right so that's less ideal for that but they do have some good options on there they also have a lot of b-list garbage stuff in there too they've got quite a mm-hmm. mixture of great and eh, but i think that's true of most streaming services sort of like with cable yeah. where you get they, they the some of the ones you want you have to have some of the garbage too yeah exactly yeah. um they're the ones that, that'll do like some of those super deep cut like bad netflix style movies but like but like like d-list like instead of Iron Man, it's like Metal Man or something like that. Like these terrible, like it's really, it's rough. Things you can have a watch party over the internet with and laugh at. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, we watched Blossom Esther. We are not one to judge. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, RB Digital, if your library subscribes to it, they some of them offer Acorn as well. Acorn is oh, the seriously? US version for a lot of British television, fresh from over the pond. And so if... Does Lane... Uh, does, does I have asked repeatedly and not been no. approved yet. I was hoping. It will happen one of these days. Oh. So uh, check to see if your library's Arbor Digital mm. subscription includes uh, Acorn, because if so, you're sitting pretty. Um, Canopy is also one that's a bit newer on the scene. That's Canopy, Canopy with the letter K. Canopy is a hidden K. gem. It is phenomenal. If you like your Criterion Collection mm-hmm. titles, if you like Art House... Mm. Those are yep. all in there. If you want to watch the Patrick Stewart version of Macbeth. Yes, and I do. It's fact. on there. Uh, they have Oof. Dear Mr. Watterson on there, which is about so uh, the creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a documentary. So there's a lot on there. They do have kids options as well. Mm-hmm. Last time I looked, they also had a bunch of like 80s and 90s kids shows on there. So if you want to stroke a bit of that nostalgia. Canopy is break fantastic. Out yeah. Yep. <coughs> so those are the priming priming primary streaming options for libraries um for video um magazines are also available so if you want to go back to your nerdy mags or if you're into trashy gossip rags you have options Um, wow those like three or four different (laughs) words for magazines that was amazing i was shocked I th- for a minute I thought it was I had to we have to beep you again, but <laughs> thankfully I don't. I followed. I followed along. That was incredible. Wow. Thank you, Chris, for following along. You're, you're you're talking inside baseball. It's so funny to hear you like in your prime. You're like, what? What is she? Oh, I understand. I followed along. Go ahead. Okay, I was say, so is this sorry. making sense? Because if this is too inside baseball, no. tell me. No, you're good. You're good. You're just. I can tell this is this is what you're good at. You know what you're talking about. I do this yeah. for a living, so that's yeah. This is literally, this is her area right here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's Sherpa guiding us through these next few weeks of our, you know, lives. So it's great. I love it. It's great. Um, For magazines, there are three primary services out there that your library may subscribe to one or more of them. Um, Flipster is the first one. That one is app-based tablet or phone. Uh, Overdrive uh, also has it, but not every OverDrive service does, so just check to see if yours does or not. Uh, and then RB Digital also does, assuming, again, your local subs- library subscribes to that service underneath that umbrella. So um, when you see the selection of what's there, it's driven by uh, one, which the companies actually will work with libraries, but two, what's used. So if you put in a lot of use, like if you see that, oh, Wired Magazine is on mm-hmm. RB Digital, you start checking that out. Librarians who make these calls go, oh, 
they're interested in this. Let's keep that one around. Mm -hmm. So this is another great way through all of this. Vote with your library card, which you love to see. This is direct feedback that librarians use to, to keep what you love available to you. So definitely do that. Um, before I move on to other free options, do you guys have any questions about the library options? Nope, I'm good. No, I'm 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 blown away by the 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 breadth and width of your knowledge on this, and I'm grateful for it because genuinely, I think I'm going to uh, uh, maybe tomorrow, mm -hmm. as long as the public library is still open, mm -hmm. I'm going to I don't know live stream, but I'll definitely take some pictures of me going to get my go. library card. Yes, and we'll talk about it, and we can because I think yeah, and tag us. This we'll, is we'll this is it, yeah. this is this is fantastic. It's one of these things that I think. Maybe a lot of people, especially our age, maybe I'm just wrong, but I feel like a lot of people I know of, I don't hear anybody talking about this. Yeah. Um, so this would be a good thing to evangelize, to let people oh, yeah. know, hey, listen, Absolutely. this is this is this is a service that you're already paying for. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. I said to take advantage to, of it. Yeah. We're, and we're one more tip: if your local library, the one in the town that you're in, is not. Um, either is not open or or you can't get a card there for some reason, check the libraries in the surrounding communities because it's a state-by-state state thing, but many have reciprocal borrowing agreements mm -hmm. with like the next city over or the next county over, depending on what it's yeah. like. And so you might be able to actually get more than one library card. I have several. Same. Tyler just raised his hand too. We <laughs> both do. Because that means it's like basically when I want an audiobook, I just work my way through my list Same. of library cards to see <laughs> who has exactly it checked in. Yep. It's like it's like it's like you have like multiple passports and identities. Oh, it's and 100 percent. Like, Absolutely. I, nice. For years I've had it, and I still feel like, oh, I am gaming the system right now. So do you have like one under like under like Ty Howitt in one county, <laughs> and <laughs> another county, you've got your middle name and your last name. I got a guy. And you're like, I got a guy in every you, city. You, like yeah. the, the image on it, you got you know like blonde hair in one, and you've got a. <laughs> <laughs> what what is going on? This is, you're taking things a little bit too crazy, but maybe that's just me because I don't have one. So anyway, nope. I'll, let me start at the beginning. I'll just get my get one, there you go. Okay. and then we'll talk about getting multiple. Right? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get your your toe in the water there, and you'll find you out go. that the surf is amazing, and you want to dive right in. Dive you. right in. Let's you. do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it. really, this this service, uh, the ones that we've mentioned, I use many of them on a regular basis, and I love them. I, I and I. I I moonlight as a librarian every once in a while at, at my uh, my local library, but um, but yeah, it, I so I, t I talk to people about this a lot. I absolutely am an evangelist for uh, Overdrive, for Hoopla, for Canopy. Man, Canopy is a hidden gem. No mm -hmm. one knows. My brother who doesn't read uh, knows about <laughs> Canopy, but he, like he was like, "Do you know the libraries have this?" And I was like, "Yeah." They do. It's great. It's fantastic. And uh, so anyway, just uh, you know, the the free services are out there for those who who want to look for them. And it's really it's something like Chris said. You're already paying for it. You know, your, oh, your tax yeah. dollars are, are paying for it. It's so already yours. So use it. Yeah. Also of note, Overdrive has a dyslexic font option for those who struggle mm -hmm. with reading. Um, some of the children's books have audio narration over them as a part of the ebook. Mm -hmm. They're enhanced. So there are a lot of options for struggling readers. And parents, please do not discount the value of audiobooks. Yes, oh, totally. it's important yes. for your kids to eyeball read, but audiobooks are also good for their brains, also good for their reading comprehension. And hey, maybe if they get a little better at listening, they might hear what you say when you ask them <laughs> to do something a little better. That's right. That's right. It's optimistic. <laughs> But uh, the research is showing that audiobooks are not bad for kids. They are good no. for kids. And yes, it's a different kind of learning, and it's not it's not a bad kind. 
Yep. Right. And print books, especially for younger children, are better than ebooks. But at this point in time, you're quarantined at home. This gives you, you options. And right. any reading is better than no reading for a kid's brain. So yep. you might suspend that whole anti ebook thing if that's something that you have a concern about for the duration of this situation. Yep. Okay. Um, I did want to offer a few other free options out there, um, one of which is IMDb TV. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a bunch of free options on there that are just pretty much everything in this list I'm going to offer you of free options is ad supported. So you will have to put up with ads, but hey, it's free. Um, it's both TV and uh, film on there, and there's quite a range. There's everything from the Canadian uh, sitcom Corner Gas to uh, Which is all five seasons of... Yes, it is. Yes, I watch it with my husband. Um, <laughs> oh, because he's Canadian. That's yes, right. he is. That's right. Yep, yep. I would be very curious about his opinion. This is a whole different discussion, but I would be very curious of his oh, opinion. Oh, he loves the show. show. Does yeah, he? I, we have inside I, I've jokes liked about it a the lot. show. I just have always been curious about like... And it's one of those I, shows where famous Canadians mm-hmm. show up, like sports players, the prime minister has been mm-hmm. on it before. Yeah. Okay, this was not meant Sorry. to be an advertisement yes. for CornerCast. <laughs> um, another option is Tubi, T-U-B-I yeah. uh, TV. Um, I did a quick skim through to see what their latest collection has. They have Minority Report on there, Donnie Darko's on there, Relic is on there. I think I even saw Memento on there as well. They have a bunch of obscure like uh, obscure horror sci-fi like it's yeah. lots of it there's the, you know every once in a while i'll be like looking for that one random movie that somebody mentioned that one time and tubi has it it's crazy yes and they're also listed on justwatch.com mm-hmm. so you'll see oh they have it i can watch it for free there rather than having to subscribe to something i don't have right hmm. um Crackle is another one. Sony owns Crackle. And um, again, more ad supported. I saw on there Gattaca, Close mm-hmm. Encounters of the Third Kind, Starship Troopers. Not just the first one, but the awful following ones Ooh. were on there. If you really want to pickle your brain. Um, Don't do it. It's not, it's, not, it's not even worth it. Not even in, in the times that we live is that worth it. But go back and listen to our episode on Starship Troopers and it'll keep you entertained no, the no, entire time. No, no, no. Starship Troopers, I love. Yeah. The sequels is yes. what I'm saying. Don't pickle your brain with. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is on there. Solid. Which I is, need to rewatch that. It's Wuxia. It's basically uh, Chinese epic fantasy. Yeah. Uh, it's on there. Yes. So uh, those are some of the things I spotted when I was scrolling through the latest that are recommended titles. Although I haven't seen Close Encounters in a really long time. So hopefully that still holds up. Worth it. I just saw um, it in 70 millimeter film in Seattle uh, uh, last year, I think. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Oh, it was so good. Well, my pick in that lineup, Gattaca. Really good movie. Love I have never seen it. What? Yep, never seen Gattaca. Um, I need Chris, to. have you seen Gattaca? Of course. Uh, we might have you to cut it watch to it. Let's do it. <laughs> bring Tyler up to speed because, Tyler, you need to see Gattaca. Well, how do you feel about it, Chris? Like, do you hate it so we can have a good discussion? No, it's been years since I've seen okay. it. I mean, that, that came out in, like, early 2000s, right? Maybe even late, late 90s. 90s, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so like, it, it, it's very Ethan much. Hawk? Yeah, it's Ethan Hawke and yes. somebody else. Is it both? Ethan Hawke and somebody. Yeah, I think it's Uma though. But yes, yeah. um, the final free yeah, service I wanted to mention was uh, Pluto, which which I've never I've never watched. I've never been on before. Pluto's kind of weird because it's not you surfing through a bunch of listings and deciding what to watch. They just have multiple channels, kind of like cable TV style. 
of things that are just running and you scroll through the channel guide to see what is airing on each channel and then just pick one of those. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's just like online TV. That's cool. Pretty much. Pretty much. And so um, I saw a range of of older and somewhat more recent options on there. When I flipped through, Walker, Texas Ranger was playing for those who (laughs) have a nostalgia need for that. And this is free? This is like a free free. thing? Yes. Okay, interesting. Cool. Yep. So, um, so anyway, those are the free viewing options that I scrolled through looking for uh, nice geek TV uh, to consume. Tyler, you had some additional thoughts uh, for free reading options. Yeah, it, it, like honestly, if it's if the thing that you're looking for is is uh, older, is it public domain? Uh, I, I'm gonna I want to expand the the scope of what geek is for just a minute here. And, you know, some of us are geeky about Jane Austen. Some of us are geeky hey, about that Agatha was Christie. Our geek origins episode. I covered Jane oh, yeah. Austen. Oh yeah. And I just, oh, once a year, I've got to pick up a, one, another one just cause I love, I love Jane Austen. And, uh, you know, your, your Agatha Christie's, you know, your Sherlock Holmes. Um, th- there's a ton of stuff that's in the public domain. That's going to be free regardless. And so, um, whether uh, it's on Amazon, uh, you know, the Kindle has has it for free or uh, whatever your e-reader um, option is. They'll have they'll often have free resources. But I wanted to let you know about ebookfriendly.com, ebookfriendly.com. Um, I'm going to put this uh, this link into the uh, into the show notes because it's kind of specific. E- ebookfriendly.com fr- uh, slash free public domain books sources with hyphens between those. So I'll put that link in the uh, in the uh the show notes, but what it has is is a bunch of links to different places that you can where you can find free ebooks um, that mm. are legal and public domain. Uh, and I say go for it. I, you know, dig into something that's that's old and classic. Uh, you know, I, I especially Agatha Christie. You know, she's one. Uh, she's you know the what's the statistic? She's like the other than the Bible, the the greatest, or probably now Harry Potter, um, the the number one best selling author of all time, kind of a thing. And she so she's fantastic. Good mysteries, good thrillers. Um, but I'd also recommend uh, Tor.com. Tor.com, T-O-R.com, uh, has tons of free short stories, free novellas. Um, they put out collections. They are a publisher um, mm-hmm. of, of uh, sci-fi fantasy, and they they have a great, great uh, selection of, of short stories, um, and it's, it's accessible right on their site. Um, but then also uh, Bain, B-A-E-N, uh, there's the Bain, it's this library has slightly diminished a little bit, but the Bain Free Reading Library um, has like it's classic. Old. It's been around for a long time. It's been around for forever. Yeah, like and I would I would say classic, like military like, sci-fi on there. Yeah, especially military sci-fi. John Ringo is the guy that keeps coming to mind. David Weber, um, sci-fi novels. They've they've got tons of free or discounted. They they aren't always free. Like, but it'll be like a dollar ninety nine for a book. They're they're really good prices, and then a lot of free ones as well. Um, so I say, yeah, just search on search online, find some, you know, do some reading in this in this next five weeks. Uh, I, I, you know, it's hard to say, but you, we might get TV'd out in the less in the next little bit. So so what? sit down, open a book, you know, uh, and uh, and get some reading done. Right. Well, if you really want to get your nerd on, I have yes, a few other recommendations for you as well. One is the Crash Course YouTube channel. Uh, it's uh, run by Hank by Green John of John and Hank Green. They yep. have videos on so many topics um so if you have wanted to brush up on your uh u.s history or you're like hey 
I don't think I really would suck at geometry if I tried it again. So let's see. Or I want to know about chemical reactions or they have all kinds of stuff. And they're fun and funny and they're, they're, they're fast paced, witty. I, I like them a lot. Yes. They are meant to be highly consumable and you learn something too. Yep. Uh, if you want to be a little bit more serious about your learning um, and really want to learn, uh, go back and learn something that you missed in school or or grow in an area, Khan Academy, K-H-A-N. They are free. They are excellent. My brother decided to just pick up, uh, you know, where he left off from high school in calculus and, and push beyond that point and did a crash course catching himself up and learned more just because his nerd interest was there. They have a wide yeah. range of options. And it's not just for adults. If you've got kids who don't have good educational options while they're stuck at home and you want to keep them learning. Uh, they have great math. They have great uh, history. They have great science. They have a lot of really good options uh, for kids on there for reading help and everything. They are uh, probably one of the best options out there that's also not a predatory company that's just, you know, out no. to milk you up they're, the They're money entirely and free. And that's like, they've all, they, that is their model is we will always be free. And they're free because they believe in what they're doing so much that they, they believe that if you like what they're doing well enough, you'll help support their cause, which mm -hmm. I know people that do because of what they're doing is so good. So highly recommend you at least check them out. Um, you might do it for your kids or you might, your inner nerd might go, oh, wait, what? And off yep. you go. Uh, there's also NASA TV out there for the space nerds among us. Definitely recommend visiting them. Um, the great courses I'm going to bring up, but I'm not saying, so their services are not free, but depending on what your library's offerings are, yeah. many of their audio and video courses may be available on your overdrive service mm -hmm. and hoopla has uh, a number of their titles as well with great YouTube courses has some sometimes but not always yeah with great courses what they do is they find some of the best teachers on a topic so they make sure mm -hmm. they are uh, an expert and they can actually communicate their expertise really well and they then uh, work with those experts to create a video and or audio course so you can learn from the very best uh, through their service on everything. You can learn about the Higgs boson. You can learn about Renaissance art. You the can, Peloponnesian War is there. Yeah, it's great. They have a really broad range of things, and it's just basically meant to encourage uh, lifelong learning and mm -hmm. nerd out. I listened to one on memory, which I did not realize was going to be in such a fascinating topic. Memory is, turns out is not just one thing. We have different <laughs> kinds of memory. Um, there are ones on there about how to write a memoir. Um, hmm. There, If you want to get into mindfulness and you want to hear a more scientific approach to it rather than whatever your local yoga teacher that you don't really know that well <laughs> is saying, you have options there. Um, and then the final nerdy bit is back to library land again. Um, depends on your library again, what they offer, but some of them offer universal class and some of them offer lynda.com. Lynda is L-Y-N-D-A.com. And they, you can learn everything from how to build a website to uh, uh, photography. Um, they have writing courses. They are geared, they are self-paced. They have self-paced programs in there for you to become an expert. Um, whatever skill that you wanted to pick up to get your next job or get a promotion at your job or a hobby that you've always wanted to try, but you 
don't really have the time to go take a night class at your local community college, you can do this from home in your pajamas. <laughs> Always better to do things in your pajamas. Always better. Let me tell you, living the dream that way. <laughs> yep. All right. If your brains haven't thoroughly exploded yet, we're going to also just offer a few uh, additional reading recommendations on top of the classics that Tyler already mentioned. Um, I just want to point out that with the new Dune movie coming mm-hmm. out um, at the end of this year, this is a great time for a first read or a reread of Dune. There's even an excellent audiobook uh, version of it as well. If it's you're a not full sure. cast reading. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Which, full disclosure, I tried to read Dune several times over the years and just could not get into it. It was a steep learning curve for me to it's get into tough. it. It's a tough book sometimes. But once I did it with the audiobook, I actually got there and then I wound up loving the book and reading the next few after that. So uh, don't give up on it if you've tried it before and you're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> um, another set of epic reads I would recommend that are more accessible by far. Um, would be Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. That's the name of the series. Books oh, one so through good. three are out, and book four is due out in November. And for those of you who are going, wait a minute, the series is not done. I'm out. Hear me out. <laughs> um, Brandon Sanderson is not a normal author. And he ter- is not George He's not George R. 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 Martin. He's <laughs> not Patrick <you>. Rothfuss. <laughs> yeah. He basically, he puts out doorstopper books the way you like, you know, like buy the only Stephen drinks. King can rival in terms of just like number. It's he, he eats bonkers. large books for breakfast. That's what he does for fun. That's his way of unwinding. In yeah. one of his Mistborn series uh, bo- books, he was supposed to turn in a, a book to the publisher, and he had a problem with the book that he couldn't quite work out. So he wrote two books to solve the problem and turned in two and surprised the publisher. He yeah. is a machine when it comes yes. to writing. So you can believe that short of the coronavirus getting him what, too soon. <laughs> too um, soon. Too soon. Oh, don't oh. talk about that. <clears throat> uh, short of that, uh, you will get the full series because yeah. he is just pounding them out. And, and he's relatively young, too. Reads. Like, he's, is he what, he's in his 40s? I mean, I don't know how old he is. He seems so Tyler, young. Tyler, I feel like we're in dangerous waters here. He's young. I don't think we should be talking about whether or his not age he's going to, yeah <laughs> no i meant i just meant he's got like a lot of writing years left <laughs> uh fine 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 he's great he's not he's not robert jordan who by the way i'm about to mention <laughs> in my reading recommendations oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but all right uh, well soon? all right i am releasing the reins i have talked way too much you guys go for it well i i did want to i wanted to jump on that as well and and i i was going to actually truly mentioned Robert Jordan. Um, Brandon Sanderson finished Robert Jordan's series after he passed away in 2008, I believe. He finished the Wheel of Time series. Yeah. The last, um, what, three books, four books, something like that. Three, I believe. Robert Jordan um, is, he wrote a gigantic uh, series. I want to say there's, there's 14 books all told in the, in the series. Mm -hmm. Um, And And uh, they're working in a TV show right now. Yes. Uh, Rosalind Pike is going to be starring in it. It's going to be good. I can't, I'm so excited for that TV series. I am way I more excited for that TV series. I have more measured reaction to it. I'm be more excited than the Lord of the Rings series, which while I will watch, I am I am 
Oh, uh, unless you want to derail this episode, don't mm-hmm. open that topic that's, because that's I will go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, so I would I would highly recommend um, picking up. You know, you've got a bunch of time now. You can't like I I dare you to do this in five weeks. Uh, I read one of these a year because they are so they are so big. But uh, but Robert Jordan oh, puts the out Stormlight books are bigger, but they're also better. Also more readable, but uh, but while we're <laughs> while we're going, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, more readable. Uh, but the Robert Jordan um, Wheel of Time books, they're they're engaging. They are interesting. They are filled. Like if you like the in depth, fully realized world that George R. R. Martin offers in uh, Game of Thrones, which with with infinitely less twincest and uh, and much less uh, oh, you know yeah. just graphic you know content, uh, Robert Jordan is is fantastic for that. Um, I'd also recommend. Uh, there was somebody else, and it, his, it just eluded me. Oh, well, no, it was going to be the other Brandon Sanderson books. It was going to be Mistborn, and that, that whole series, um, you mean it's, it's a finished other, series. If it's binary, he's got so many series. He's got so many. It, just pick up a Brandon Sanderson book. Just close your eyes, pick up a Brandon Sanderson book, and read it. You will not regret it. It's fantastic. Uh, Chris, <laughs> did you have anything else in the in the reading area, the reading arena you wanted to talk yeah, about? I, you know, I deleted it off our, our notes just a minute ago, but I will just mention it. I think I've already mentioned it, the Andromeda Evolution. You have it's raved kind of about theme. it. Yes, I, I say say it It's again, kind man. of in theme. Um, so I would just say if you're looking to um, be in the realm of viral um, – fiction yeah. uh, to get out of viral reality um, <laughs> no. then the Andromeda evolution is probably a good a yeah. good choice I know some people just want to totally escape from that and I yeah. totally understand why you would want to um, but I'm I'm enjoying it Daniel H. Wilson does a great job he's an amazing of, writer yeah of picking up um, where Michael Crichton left off and I don't mean just his story I do mean quite literally his kind of storytelling um, uh I don't know I, the his way he tells like it, that. his panache, his yeah, exactly. Just bringing in a lot of scientific stuff for you to chew on and think about. It was one of the reasons mm-hmm. I loved Michael Crichton is that he would bring up a an idea. He'd bring mm-hmm. up like a an entire realm of science that I had no idea existed, and, and suddenly I'm just it. fascinated. Yeah, I'm just fascinated yep. by this thing, and I want to Google and find out more about that real life science that's you know impacting this fictional story that he's weaving yeah and um and 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 that is what andromeda honestly uh, really happy that he keeps that because that that is one of the best part of michael crichton is Mm -hmm. that he does that yeah well it's 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 there's always that um and michael crichton there's that kind of asterisk yeah um at the very beginning where it says like uh the, the the story you're about to read is fictional but all of the places Government institutions, um, you know, concepts and science are all based yeah. in you know reality, and you're just like, what? love it. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like these are all like, even if they're theoretical, yeah. they're at least theoretically like things that people are thinking about in reality, yeah. which is just it's mind blowing. It's it's great to jump into those worlds, and um, that kind of science fiction is just a lot of fun for me. So, well, and if you're not into the to the pandemic, you know, area of that, and if you, you know, if that hits too close to home. Um, I'd say you know read any of the other of the other Michael Crichton books, particularly Jurassic Park, oh. Timeline Sphere. But then Dana Wilson is is amazing too. Robopocalypse yes. is is an excellent book. Chris, if you liked if you and I I have not yet read Andromeda Evolution, but um, but uh, if you liked that, you should pick up Robopocalypse. It is it's okay. it's World War Z but with robots. It's amazing. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. yeah, I've not I've not tried any of his other stuff. The World War Z guy has a new book coming out soon too. By the Does way. He? Yep, I what? have an arc of it. Oh my! 
Uh-huh. Okay. How much am, how much are you gonna give me for it? I would pay I actually might pay you real money for that. <laughs> uh, that would uh, be is illegal, it, is it in Tyler. The same, is it in the same world? Um we'll talk about it later. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Uh <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh let's talk so I did I did everybody a service and I sat for a long time in front of <laughs> This is the stupidest thing I've ever done, but I am very proud of it. I sat for a long time in front of my uh, in front of my Roku, and I was flipping through, and I was like, "What if?" Okay, oh, man. I am <laughs> I am stuck at home for six weeks. Um, you know, I I got time to binge things. Of course, I'm still working. I'm still getting stuff done. I'm I'm grading, and I'm I am doing some distance learning stuff. Air quotes working. <laughs> yeah, working. Uh, but. Uh, but for sure I am doing that. And so I'm thinking through, but, but like, that's, that's probably all like, you know, the first half of the day kind of stuff. So I have a different kind of free time than I, uh, than I will have before. I think this week will still be crazy as we're adjusting to that. But, um, but yeah, I'm thinking, okay, so like, what, what am I going to watch? What am I going to read? And so I went through Netflix and I made a list of what are hopefully full series that you could actually watch that we can also recommend. And if you guys want to feel free to chime in or to add to these, I will not be really commenting on this other than just saying full series, um, or at least, you know, at least up to date, um, as possible. Uh, and, uh, and we'll move forward. So net, and I try to do it by streaming service. So this is us Netflix. I know it gets a little bit different. Um, when you, when you get outside of these borders, but, um, but the office parks and rec, both full series are on there. Cheers. Uh, I believe Frazier is also on there, although I didn't write that down and check it out. Uh, dairy girls. I've mentioned that one before. That's, That's ongoing, f- but good. It's ongoing. Yeah. Not a, not a finished series, but man, I, I watched that entire series twice in a day. Uh, I was really sick, and I just like turned it back on again because it was delightful. I'm surprised you uh, didn't hurt yourself laughing. It was so good. It was fantastic. Wow. Uh, the IT Crowd, which is uh, which is a, a like early 2000s British. Uh, I, it's like The Office for for British TV. Uh, if if they didn't already for have tech one. Support. Yeah, for tech support, it's it is so fast. I was gonna say you you realize you just said it's like The Office for British TV. If they didn't but, already you know, have it one, it started. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, it's because the U.S. office is better, and I say I do, not say that lightly. I do not say that lightly. Oh, it is. I, it is better. I say it is that better. with all love for my British TV. Uh, I don't like either one. Show, so. If you if you are oh. our age and want like a blast back to like junior high high school like that 70s show is there uh star trek every star trek every finished star trek series is uh is available on netflix man we are living in the golden age of star trek why are you not rewatching star trek right now mm-hmm. uh chris you're still doing your star trek mondays sundays yeah we're so we're yeah it's it's we're we're picking it back up. We had some um, some hiccups because nice. of you know after Travel school and, yeah. extracurricular oh, activities, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, no, we are. We're still nice. watching Next Generation. We're loving it. That is the best. I'm 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 happy for you. Uh, the West Wing is on Ooh. there. Aaron Sorkin is. I believe the greatest writer of our age, and he wrote nearly every episode of the first half of that of that Jed show. Jed Bartlett for 2020. Oh. I'm, I'm telling you right now, yeah, it, it makes me believe in like humanity once again. It feeds Ugh, the idealist, like it talks about politics, but it makes you feel good about like a, yes. you know a government trying its best for yes. its people. Instead of like shutting your ears and going, "Oh, politics, please stop talking to me about it," you're like, 
it can be like this. Yeah, this like, is not it's, House it's, of Cards. Oh, this is yes. for the idealists who are feeling crushed by reality. Yes. Uh, we should do a West Wing episode because it's amazing and I would gush all day long. I will I will also probably put a link to this, but I'll mention it. Uh, my my co-writer over on ReadySteadyCut.com, his name is M.N. Miller, uh, did a ranking of every episode of the West Wing uh, for its anniversary not long ago. And... Uh, I was only jealous that I couldn't get to it first, uh, but he is a machine and writes faster than me. Um, he is, it's really good, and, and I mostly agree with him. Um, Gilmore Girls is on there, what? Supernatural, which has like 900 seasons and is coming to an end very soon. So I, that's another one. It's I supernaturally dare you. long. That's right. I dare you. It's the longest running fantasy show, I think, weeks. on TV. It's, it's, I think it's ending its 15th year this year, ending it with its 15th year. Um, so again, I dare you to try and finish that in the next five weeks. Um, Breaking Bad, fantastic, amazing. Longmire is I love a great Longmire. western. So 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 good. Uh, back to our British uh, Broadchurch and like infinite numbers of like of miniseries or just uh, limited, you know, maybe one or two season runs. Happy Valley is also a good one. Uh, and then, guys, for just some happiness, for just some like sheer delightful mm-hmm. happiness. The Big Family Cooking Showdown. Now, I'm not a great British British Bake Off kind of a person because I, I, I believe that baking is stressful and not at all comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> The Big Family Cooking Showdown is just delightful. It's just happy. And they're just like, <laughs> it's like a family cooking together and trying each other's food. It's wonderful. Uh, and then Ugly Delicious is a newer show that's on there. It's ongoing. The se- uh, second season just dropped. Uh, and is it's uh, – oh, I'm now forgetting. It's not – I forget the author uh, or the uh, the chef. But it follows this, this chef um, as he kind of just – he's kind of the new Anthony Bourdain-ish. He kind of travels around and, and – mm. uh, but the, he, he does like a deep dive into a food subject. It's really great. Cool. And then finally, uh, from Netflix at least, uh, Queer Eye. Queer Eye is just happy. It is so – like and uplifting. this is like the reboot, is that correct? Yeah, this is a reboot boot of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, um, and it is, uh, it man, I I can't speak highly enough of it. There are a couple of episodes that are genuinely moving, um, and and like, and not like in just oh that's good TV moving, but like makes you think about about just life and stuff. It's really 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 an excellent show. Um, uh, anything else that you guys have for? Netflix just things that you'd want to add that I've left off there's things that we've talked about like the Witcher that I, I left off because we've talked about it already but and not particularly happy by the way Zone Blanche uh, or was it Black Spot is the US name for it that's on Netflix and it's excellent Oh, I've seen uh, I've not watched that but I've seen that advertised is that decent watch it yes okay. it's 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 gonna hit several notes that you like Tyler and it's French yes ish yes it's in French <laughs> but yes uh, moving over to Hulu, Hulu has just gotten the full catalog of FX shows, and so I would just say, hey, go to town, have fun. Uh, but some that I'd highlight, uh, and this is fewer, I, I really like Hulu's um, series Into the Dark, but again, we are living in our own, you know, dark days, so maybe don't uh, don't dive into that one too headlong, but uh, but they, it's Blumhouse. Blumhouse has created uh, sort of a, a, a series that once a month um, for a holiday in that month, they are releasing a a movie it's like 80 to 90 minutes usually and it's holiday themed i just watched uh the one called they come knocking which is their father's day episode because uh, i'm skipping around in it because some of them are some of them are real bad look at a list of rankings but some of them are really well done um top chef is 
it's another one that's just my happy place. Just go watch through the whole thing. They have every episode on there so, so far, and it's just it's like reality TV but without the drama and just and food, you know. Um, I would then also say Fargo Justified. Okay, Justified. Like, if you watch Justified, it's so complete. Good. It's good. Track oh. throughout the seasons, the different versions of You'll Never Leave Harwin Alive. Oh, and yeah. And the, they do different musical versions of it. They do interesting uh-huh. things with the season enders. That they don't stick it in your face. It's just in the background until you start noticing, wait, what are they doing yep. here? And this means something. And you find out at the end. Oh, I love, love that show. And if you like Longmire... Uh, and I would say vice versa. If you know Justified and haven't seen Longmire, you know if you like them, they have they have Justified is, is definitely darker, but they have similar kind of just new Western tones to them, and they're they're a lot of fun. Sam uh, Elliott always... joins one of the seasons and is oh, yeah. quite the delicious bad guy in there. Oh. Uh, Walt Goggins is in it, who is he's really great. Timothy Olyphant stars. He, he's one of the best characters that you just love to hate. And very, um, very complex character, yeah. too. He's not a typical one thing or the other. No. No, he's fantastic. And then also for some just bingeable candy, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, uh, which uh, not appropriate for kids, uh, but delightful, <laughs> delightful, uh, hilarious. Uh, Disney Plus, again, I'll try to do some some less commentary. All the Marvel movies if you and your family haven't watched through the Marvel movies, I guess given how young your kids are, maybe, but like if you guys haven't watched, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe not the, wait, the the young ones. But. Wait, wait till they're 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 in their teens. There you go. Uh, for, for us anyway, like there's a lot. I always think they're so family friendly, and then I and then you watch one with, this, with your kids. If you go to if you go to Common Sense Media, I don't know yeah. if you guys no, have kids, you probably don't. But um, it's a great place just to get like, should we watch this together? And then you realize like all the, the language specifically in those. In there or, yeah, yeah, there's a lot in those movies. Yep. Uh, so all the Marvel movies are there. Uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which has come back, they're they're finishing their final season sometime soon. Um, man, and then this is this is just for us. And and again, I Chris, you can speak to this better than me because I'm not a parent, but I'm I'm like imagining, you know, like they they have a back catalog. Of these cartoons that I grew mm. up on. Yes. Uh, Nostalgia Tailspin, Fest. Gar- DuckTales, Gargoyles. Gargoyles. I love Gargoyles so oh, yeah. much. You guys have to watch Gargoyles. And for the Star Trek nerds, a bunch of the uh, like Star Trek the actors, right, are voice actors in yeah. the show. Like Marina Service is on there. Patrick Frakes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. As I was say, Jonathan Frakes just showed up in that first episode, and then I was like, "That's Myrna Sirtis." Yeah, Myrna. Mir- Mir- how do you Marina say Sirtis. her name? Marina Sirtis. Yeah. Marina Sirtis. Thank you. Uh, I just had a complete like brain fart there. But yeah, it was so funny. They're in the first episode, wow. and I, as we were watching it, I was like, "Do you guys recognize those voices?" And they're like, "Yeah, they sound familiar." And as soon as I said that, they blew their minds. They're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Commander oh. Riker." Yes, so it good. is. I, I and just also, think... just really good storytelling. Aside from mm-hmm. like the nerd trivia, Gargoyles is so great and so underappreciated. Oh, it is. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I talk about it, but I guess I'm nobody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so anyway, I, I say do a deep dive into that vault. Uh, you know, look into you know those those things that just hit that nostalgia bone for you if you're if you're a subscriber to uh, to Disney Plus. Um, moving over to Prime, a couple of just things I'd I'd highlight. Uh, uh, all the Prime original series, just go look through that uh, through that thing. They're not all good. Um, but they are. There are some really to highlight there. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the boys, mm, which we I think talked Maisel's about here. Maisel is 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 that is that Amazon Prime? That is a Prime series. Yes, it is. Um, Man in the High Castle, The Expanse, which we have expounded upon greatly in this podcast, and we will do so uh, again soon. 
Um, Troop Zero was recommended very highly to me. Um, hmm. Saying it was I don't delightful, it's adorable. I, I it's I don't honestly know everything about it. I hear that it's it's pretty kid friendly. Um, but uh, but maybe check out Comic Sans Media for that. Uh, but it is a delightful, delightful looking show. Um, I, I know Allison Janney, Jim Gaffigan, and a few others are in it, and it's it looks good. Um, but then uh, there's a show I just want to highlight on there called Hellier. If you uh, are into like weird paranormal stuff, it sounds it Hellier is the name of a town in Kentucky, and it is it will get your conspiracy theorist uh, like bug just tingling, uh, and it is uh, the. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is shocking, and it's and it's one of those where you're watching, you're like these people are all crazy. They go down to a town in Kentucky to investigate goblins, and they find some crazy stuff. And it is a docu series. Oh, and and the uh, the uh, paranormal research team is based in Cincinnati, actually. Um, hmm. It is really just a it's a compelling documentary or er, docu series, and there's two seasons to it, and and there'll be things you're like, all right. I don't, uh, yep, aliens are real. Yep, it's true. And it's Tyler true. was never the same again. <laughs> no, no nice. joke, no joke. So that's what I've got. I hit you with a ton of things. There's there's many other things we could mention, but I just would say, you know, don't, uh, don't uh, you know, discount these streaming services, even though we look through them all the time. But if you're really looking for a commitment to make over the next five weeks, uh, you know, look at, uh, look at Netflix, look at, uh, look at Prime, look at Hulu. Let me throw out just a couple. Fringe, all five seasons, the show is complete. And they actually were told that the fifth season would be their final season. So they were able to wrap it up. That's free on IMDb TV right now. Uh, If you're not sure about the first season, just give it to the second season before you give up on it. Because uh, for me, there were some horror-ish elements in the first season. And I don't do much horror. So I was like, I don't know about this. I was glad I worked my way through it. Horror sounds good to you. You'll be fine. So, 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 so good. Yeah. So good. And then Person of Interest, that's also complete. All five seasons on uh, Netflix. It's Michael Emerson. It's Jim Caviezel. Um, It's uh, Amy Acker and Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah Shahai. And it, I love that show. Um, It And and noteworthy, it came out before the Snowden stuff. So if that doesn't whet your interest, maybe it's not your thing. But a really great show. Also, Watch Good Omens on Prime. If you haven't already, I don't know what your excuse is. I, I wrote that down, but I, I didn't say it. because You I left you it out <laughs> on purpose to set me off. That's what I did. And it worked. <laughs> Peter's going to at you on Twitter now. You know this, right? No, that's fine. That's fine. I know what I did. Uh, I, I highlight another one I, I wrote this down but put it in a different spot. was uh, our family-friendly option, Gravity Falls. It is... Uh, I would say it's like Supernatural or Twin Peaks, but for kids. Uh, I'm watching through it for the first time right now. Uh, it is it is just delightfully happy. It is so funny. It takes place at this mystery spot in uh, in the Pacific Northwest, and with these two kids, they go stay with their great uncle over the summer, and they and he he runs this mystery shack, and it is it is so funny. Mystery shack. That sounds. Well, it's like one of those like mystery spots that like has all these you know he he glues on like a fox's head to a pigeon's body and sticks horns on it and says oh look at this weird creature that I found but but the funny thing is in their town in Gravity Falls there are actually mysterious things it's so great it's delightful it really is fun mm. all right um I think Chris had some additional family friendly yeah. options 
Yeah, so I asked my girls, I said, what are like the nerdiest geeky shows you watch that you would recommend for parents to watch with their kids or even kids to watch? Because obviously maybe you've got kids and they need some time to watch something and it not just be, you know, candy. You want them to maybe even learn something. So Disney Plus, one of my daughters, my 10-year-old daughters, her favorite show right now that I think she probably watched like three episodes today, which she shouldn't have, but she did. is a is a show called Brain Games. I'll say that um, sounds like one she's she should be able to watch three episodes of. There are I think there's like maybe four or five seasons, um, and basically it just talks about your brain and how you perceive things, and it's a Ooh. it's a lesson in um, how your brain works and how you're easily manipulated or tricked by like advertising, and then why that why they use these things so you can watch out for them, you know, and and understand like what why people are trying to do that or why do you why does your brain see this and not that and you know why are we more compelled to trust people than not to trust people and how can people manipulate that and how can we protect ourselves it's really wonderful so brain games is great highly recommend it um i enjoy it uh it's not just a kid show it is it's more like a I don't know, like like a Discovery Channel or like a Nat Geo show kind of. So adults can watch it. It's not geared directly towards kid, but it is kid appropriate. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. They really like it. So Brain Games. And they just came out. Disney Plus has a brand new, um, uh, I, I wouldn't call it like a competition. I guess it kind of is a competition show called Shop Class. Oh, I've seen it advertised, bunch- but I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, a bunch of kids get together and they have to build projects together. Oh. Um, and of course, my oldest daughter loves that too. She's all about the STEM stuff. So, nice. um, you know, anything that she can that like she's learning something while she's watching, she, she adores and loves. Um, just briefly, I'll mention uh, Frozen 2. It's out on uh, Disney Plus early. So if you're looking for uh, something fun to watch with your kids, Frozen 2 is available if you're already at Haven't Disney+. Haven't seen it yet, actually, and so I probably should. But, or, or it's Toy on Story there now. 4. I should watch both of those. Wow. I watched yes, Toy Story absolutely. 4 recently. Highly recommend it. Mm. Uh, board games, um, yes. you know, get away from those from those screens for a little while. Nice. Um, and um, I would recommend we just tried for the very first time yesterday, uh, Harry Potter Clue. No way! Now, this is not just a skin of um, Clue, which it could have been, could very well have been. Yeah. But the the map the 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 map the the board itself. Um, changes kind of like the Marauders map oh, does. Oh, cool. Uh, and every time you roll your dice, you have to move uh, the position. So things are constantly moving on that the board. That is so awesome. Giving you, you know, different things. Then you also have um, certain... Um, uh, like assists and spells. So like you can have... Um, uh, Albus Dumbledore as like a as a person who can help you like you get his card and suddenly he's available in the game to Ooh. to protect you against certain spells that other um, players may cast it is it's actually super complex my wife and I were really having a good time and my 10 year old daughter was having a blast too the younger daughter played with my wife and uh, that worked out very well but that was great Harry Potter Clue highly recommend there's another board game called Ice Cool I don't have a whole lot of time to go into it because we're already late here but it's just a fun action board game unlike most board games where you roll a dice and move a you know like a little person or whatever um, this is you're actually flicking these little um little penguins across this 
board game uh, across this board kind of setup that you build every time you uh, start a game. Um, and so it's a little bit more kinetic. It's it's similar to like pool mm-hmm. and um, you're trying to knock out the other players. It's a lot of fun. So if you're if you're looking for something a little more kinetic, something to so that you're not just sitting for hours playing it, but you're getting up and you're moving oh, and cool. you're kind of t- talking around a table, man, ice cool is your game. It is really a lot of fun. And along that line as well, they've got a lot of these uh, escape room in a box. There's one oh, cool. called Oper- Operation Escape Room. We played that the other night too. Huh. Um, and that's that's a blast to be able to play together. Um, and so those are those are my recommendations, um, things that I would recommend and I just, I love. So yes, Kate. I have one to add to that. If you really want to get super on the nose, there's a really great cooperative play board game yes. called it's Pandemic. So good. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> yes. We're thinking about playing that. You you, you could do that. Have, have some friends come over. Yeah. You could pop a couple of Coronas there you and go. play Pandemic. <laughs> Oh, you did it. <laughs> I'm 100% telling my friends that is I'm what out. we're doing Peace. this week. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Geek Car Check, everybody. Oh. I'm out. See ya. Oh, wow. Nope. Oh, Fully boy. on the nose. <laughs> yeah, it's great, right? And I I'm, support- that's it. I'm done. I'm done. So that that's it. I, I think we've I think I, we've done yeah. all the damage we can do. <laughs> Kate. Take us, Take us home. All right. Well, that was a very packed episode. So come talk to us. Tell us what you are watching or listening to. Or if you try out one of our recommendations, you know, please tell us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can find us at Geek Card Check. And until next time, I'm attracted to pie, but I do not feel the need to date pie. 